0: Welcome back to Mission Undercover. Today, Russian forces have launched a full-scale assault on Ukraine, with its military attacking the country from the north in Belarus, east in the Donbas region, and south in the Crimean Peninsula. Yes, this is Russian invasion uncovered. People in the capital of Kiev have been facing explosions of ballistic missiles and chemical weapons, and air raid sirens have been blaring throughout the day. People have been hiding in underground bunkers purposely built for this scenario, and metro stations. Thousands of people have been trying to flee the capital and seek safety in either neighboring countries or the countryside. Ukraine has vowed to fight back, and its president warns that this could be the start of a major European war. NATO and the United Nations are all concerned about the security of Europe. They have denounced Russia's invasion as cold-blooded and long-planned. Russia has threatened other countries with consequences they have never seen should they interfere with the invasion. Vladimir Putin giving a 28-minute lecture about Ukraine and Russia's a twisted history of Ukraine and Russia from his standpoint to justify his invasion what he calls a special military operation, just a day after announcing peacekeeping forces are going into the region of Donbas. Vladimir Putin has invaded a sovereign nation, a democratic nation, a smaller neighbor that poses no threat to Russia in the name of protecting Russia. Motivated by his twisted view of the world and history, and his desire, his burning desire to return Russia to the glory days of the Soviet era. He accuses Kiev of bullying and genocide, and he intends to demilitarize and denazify Ukraine, despite the Ukrainian president being a Jewish person. Putin's mind consistently goes back to the Second World War. He says that attempts to appease the aggression in 1941 were a mistake, which Russia would never repeat. He said that the Soviet Union kept trying not to provoke the aggressor until the very last moment, and he, and he said that Russia had no right to do the same again. But it seemed that he was the one talking about his own country. No democratic freedoms a dictatorship, Russia was the aggressor, Ukraine posed no threat to Russia, whatever picture Putin and his propaganda, the RT news channel tried to paint, not the entirety of the Russian public will be convinced that this was the right course of action against their close close cultural ties with the Ukrainian people. Now, we look at President Putin's closest allies at home and abroad. His closest foreign ally is Belarus. The Belarus fell into his lap after the Belarusian leader sought assistance from Russia to restore order after huge protests in August 2020. Now, President Putin had a military staging post for a Ukrainian invasion to the North to the east and to the south. Putin is growing increasingly isolated in his government. The evidence is only clear. In his public humiliation of Russia's foreign intelligence chief at Monday's Security Council meeting, he appears more and more isolated to be taking his decisions alone. Now we look at the sanctions that the West has imposed upon Russia. The, U- the United Kingdom has imposed sanctions on all major Russian banks. Their assets will be frozen and excluded from the United Kingdom's financial system. This will stop them from accessing pa- the pound sterling and clearing payments to the UK. Legislation will stop new Russian companies and the state from raising finance or borrowing money on UK markets. Assets Visas will be put on 100 new individuals. Aeroflot, Russian state airline, will be banned from landing in the UK. There will be a suspension of export licences to cover things which can be used for military purposes. Within days, the UK will also stop exports of high-tech items and oil refinery equipment. There will be a limit on deposits that Russians can make in UK bank there's, there's also potential to cut Russia from SWIFT, the world's international finance system. Similar sanctions will be extended to Belarus by the United Kingdom for its role in the assault on Ukraine. The United Kingdom will also bring forward parts of the Economic plan Bill before the Easter recess. Things are moving fast in Ukraine. Much of the information coming from both sides remains unverified, but it's clear that Russia as a major assault on the table. Russian missile strikes and explosions have been reported near major cities and, and military infrastructure. Russia claims that it has destroyed more than 70 military targets. The Ukrainian military claims to have shot down at least six Russian aircraft. None of this has been confirmed. Fierce fighting has been reported in the east in the Donbass region. There's also been clashes in the port cities of Odessa and Mariupol and in Kharkiv. In the northeast. Russia appears to be in control of the Antonov airbase, just 15 miles outside Kiev, which poses a major threat to the capital city. Ukraine says it's fighting back, and the battle appears to be continuing there. European Union has also freeze, frozen Russian assets in the EU and stopped the access of Russian banks to the European financial market. The measures will impact Russia severely increasing capital outflow, raising inflation and gradually eroding its industrial basis. Russia's technological position will also be weakened in high-tech components and cutting-edge software. The number of overall casualties continues to be unclear. Dozens of military personnel and civilians are reported to be killed. Moldova, neighboring countries Moldova and Lithuania have also declared a state of emergency and are prepared to take in thousands of Ukrainian refugees fearing for their own security as Russia prepares to expand its former Soviet Empire. Japan also imposed similar sanctions as well as the United States. Now, we have a look at the status in the capital city of Kiev. In Kiev, air raid sirens are sounding, and a curfew has been imposed from 10 o'clock to 7 o'clock local time. Russian troops, after capturing the Antonov airbase, have a, have a good opportunity to launch missiles towards the capital city and possibly take it into their hands. This is predicted to happen very soon. Initial attacks against airfields, logistics centres and air defence and command centres are being swiftly followed up by ground advances into Ukraine from the north, south and the east. Their objectives may well be to isolate the Ukraine capital Kiev, and to cut off and destroy Ukrainian forces in the east. Attacks on airports in Ukraine may in part be an effort to deter and prevent any further western arms shipment into the country. Russian exercises in Transnistria, a separatist area of Moldova, which borders Ukraine and Romania, raises concerns that Russia might be seeking to complete other unfinished business from the former Soviet Union. Vladimir Putin has also claimed the statehood of Ukraine itself is all false. History suggests otherwise. In the speech, President Vladimir Putin bent Ukraine's complex history into his own version that served as a justification for him to launch an invasion. His claim is that Ukraine was the invention of a Bolshevik revolutionary leader, Vladimir Lenin, and a historical mistake of Lenin was to mistakenly endow Ukraine with a sense of statehood by allowing its autonomy within the Soviet Union. Mr Putin stated, modern Ukraine was entirely and fully created by Russia, more specifically the Bolshevik communist Russia. As a misreading of history, it was extreme, even by the standards of Putin. Ukraine and Russia have deep historical ties. Stretching back to the first Slavic state of Kievan Rus', a medieval empire. Kiev was ideally situated along the trade routes that developed in the 9th and 10th centuries and developed long before Moscow. The history and culture of Russian Ukraine are also intertwined, intertwined. They share the same religion, languages, customs, and national cuisines. Ukrainian politics and nationalism have been irritants in Russia since the Russian Revolution. Ukraine is seen as many in Russia as Russia's little brother and should behave accordingly as a minor republic compared to Russia. Parts of modern-day Ukraine did indeed reside in, in the Russian Empire, but in the West, Ukraine fell under the jurisdiction of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, Poland or Lithuania. Mr Putin also argued that the myth of Ukraine was reinforced by the crumbling Soviet government of Gorbachev, which allowed Ukraine to slip free of Moscow's grasp. Moscow did not grant Ukraine's independence. Despite all this, Ukrainian people voted resoundingly to leave the Soviet Union in a democratic referendum It is not clear whether Mr. Putin believes his version of Ukrainian history or has simply concocted a cynical mythology to justify the action he is planning in Ukraine. Putin published a 5,000-word essay last summer that that explained many themes he highlighted in Monday's speech, including the idea that Western nations had corrupted Ukraine, leading it away from its rightful place within Russia's sphere of influence. This was all a signal that Putin intends to argue that a military intervention in Ukraine would not be violating another country's sovereignty just regaining former territory and rightful territory of Russia. Monday on Monday Mr. Putin also formalized a separate republics of Donetsk and Luhansk as independent. Soon afterwards he ordered peacekeeping troops into the region. But Mr. Putin's efforts to wrest Ukraine back into Russia's orbit have had the opposite effect. In a country that was once doubtful about NATO, sometimes even openly hostile, now a solid majority favor the membership in the American-led military alliance. Mr. Putin's decision was revenge and hatred for all of Ukraine and the country's movement towards the EU, NATO and democracy. This was why he was invading Ukraine. To conclude, we've explored countless factors in the Russian invasion, reasons, sanctions, History. Response. But in the end, the future still hangs in the balance. As much as we know about this conflict, there is still a lot we have to uncover. All we know is that Putin is the key to all of this. The mastermind behind the plan, all of it resides in his mind. And what comes next for the future of the world security, with world security, peace and prosperity? Will be determined by the actions of the West and of Putin in this precarious scenario. That's it from Mission Undercover.